Money can't buy it. The world can't give it. You can't earn it. It comes simply by relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ. If you have your Bibles, would you turn to Psalm 23? It's what the Lord has put in my heart tonight. I want to remind you Christians of the love that God has for you. And for those of you that aren't Christians, I want to tell you of the love that God has for you. Love drove him to a cross. Love caused him to stay faithful to his mission from which he came. That mission simply stated was he's come to seek and to save that which was lost. Let's pray. Sweet Jesus, we ask you to come and breathe upon us tonight the peace that surpasses understanding. Lord, we invite you to invade our presence, to fill us with your spirit. To renew the fire and the passion and the joy of our salvation. Your salvation, Lord. We just ask you, Lord, to come into our midst and do what only you can do. We'll be sure to say thank you. To those of you here tonight that feel like the Lord doesn't care. I want you to open your heart. He wants to do something in you. We give you permission, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. 23rd Psalms. Not but six verses. So I won't preach long. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil, my cup runneth over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. The Lord is, is a proclamation, it's a statement of fact, of truth, of reality. Whether you believe in the Lord or don't believe in the Lord doesn't change the fact that he is and if any man would be in the Lord he must believe that he is and that he's a rewarder of them that diligently seek him 
So I'm making a proclamation based on the word of God tonight. I'm reaffirming to you that the Lord is my shepherd. That's personal. Is he yours? If he's your shepherd, then the rest of this passage pertains to you. If he's not your savior, if he's not your shepherd, it doesn't apply to you. You can quote it, you can read it, but it doesn't apply to you. This applies to the sheep of the fold. And oftentimes in our, the busyness of life, we sometimes, like King David, wonder, God, where are you? We sometimes wonder if our prayers are getting through the ceiling. We sometimes wonder, how long must I stand in the gap? How long must I fight the fight? How long do I need to keep doing warfare in this situation? And I can answer that for you. However long it takes. But he's my shepherd. That speaks of relationship. I shall not want. That's supply. Don't forget that your Lord has said that he'll meet all your needs. Maybe not all of your wants, but all of your needs. Sometimes what we think we need, we really don't need. You remember the man at the gate? Disciples going up to pray and he was asking alms, wanted money. He thought that's what he needed. What he really needed was to be healed. Where he could get up off his can and go get a job and make his own money. Supply his own needs with God's help. See, sometimes we get caught up in that stinking thinking as we've heard it talked about and we really lose sight of what our real needs are. But I know one thing, if we look to the Jesus that's the author and the finisher of our faith, we can count on him to do what needs to be done. I shall not want that supply. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. That speaks of rest. That speaks of peace. In this world of chaos and all of the trials and tribulations that we face on a daily basis almost now. We need that peace and that rest that comes from God. I'm going to hurry from this, through this passage because I want to make a point at the end. Then it says, he leadeth me beside the still waters. That speaks of refreshment. Remember how... Jesus told the Samaritan woman at the well, he says, if you drink of this water, you'll thirst again. But if you drink of the water that I give, you'll never thirst again. This is what he's speaking of here. Those waters that come from him. That water that quenches our spiritual thirst. Because innately, regardless of where we live on planet earth, Deepest, darkest, remotest places of the world. We're seeking a higher power. We're looking to something 
That's why all the 1-900 numbers and 800 numbers are making billion dollar businesses because we're warning somebody. We're calling these numbers. We're looking for somebody to speak something into our lives that gives us value or purpose or hope or feeling like that, that there's something there. We're, we're reaching for something that we don't have. I've often mentioned and I believe it with all of my heart that because God has dealt to every man a measure of faith, I believe that he, when he created man, there's a spot in us that only he can fulfill. And we try cramming everything the world has to offer in that spot only to wind up empty and void and dry and thirsty. But if we drink that water, on a perpetual basis, come to Him and just stay in His presence and drink the water that flows from His throne. We'll never thirst. He'll quench that thirst. He says, He restoreth my soul. That speaks of healing and encouragement. I know there's many in this place tonight that I'm not the only one that, man, we've just been crushed at some point in time. And he's come to restore. He leadeth me in the paths of righteousness. That speaks of his guidance. Has he not said the steps of the righteous man are ordered of the Lord? Let me send you out a bulletin right here. Let me rephrase that and do it another way. How many of you wait until you get marching orders from God? before you make important decisions and important moves or do you deal with it strictly in the intellect or the what the 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 majority feels he leads me he wants to order your steps he leads me in the path of righteousness for his name's sake this speaks of purpose Oftentimes we say that God has a purpose and a plan for our life, and He does. Jeremiah 29 11 is quick to tell you that, but whatever your hands find to do, do it with all your might unto the Lord. And I want to encourage us uh, that not to slip into the line of thinking that today's society has. To just do enough to get by. To have an entitlement mentality. No, God says whatever your hands find to do, do it with all your might unto the Lord. And when you do that, then whatever your hands touch will prosper. Because when we're doing it with everything we have unto God, He can breathe His blessings on it, He can anoint it, and it will accomplish what needs to be done. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, this speaks of testing and trials. And I was talking to Kim in the office today and she, she asked about that line. She says, just what is walking through the valley of the shadow of death? It can mean a lot of things. It can mean literally the shadow of death. You could be fighting a sickness, a disease. You could be in war, in a foxhole. You could be in... Uh, uh, the death of a marriage, the death of a relationship. And if you're walking through any of that stuff, he's with you. I will fear no evil. That speaks of protection. 
Does he not say the name of the Lord is a strong tower? The righteous run into it and there they are safe. Where are they safe? In the name of the Lord. Walking under the shadow of the Almighty. Being submitted to his word. Reaffirming that relationship with him. Staying in his presence. In his presence you'll have the peace that surpasses understanding. In his presence you'll hear his voice talk. In his presence you'll have your steps guided. In his presence you will find what you need. For thou art with me. That speaks of his faithfulness. Didn't he say I'll never leave you. I'll never forsake you. I'll go with you all the way to the very end. I'll not put more on you than you can bear, but with every temptation, I'll make a way of escape. But you've got to fight the fight. You've got to look for that direction. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. That speaks of discipline, correction, and protection. Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. It speaks of hope. Thou anointest my head with oil. That's consecration. That's power. See, oil is one of the symbols. Oil and fire mostly are used synonymously as a, a picture, a type, a shadow of the Holy Spirit, the power of God. And he anoints our head with oil. He's symbolically saying that I will empower you. I will honor you. I will exalt you if you're consecrated to me. I will give you the strength and the power to not only go through but to overcome. My cup runneth over. That speaks of an abundance. It tells us to give and it shall be given. Pressed down, shaken together, running over. Will he open the windows of heaven and pour out a blessing upon us that we're unable to attain? We always refer that or use that in a, a, an analogy of money and it includes that. But it, it's everything else. Whatever you give, your time, your effort, your talents, yourself, your servanthood. Give that unto the Lord. Sow into people's lives. Watch the abundance always be there. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. That speaks of the blessing, blessings. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord. That's security. And what a grand place that is. I mentioned at my mother's funeral Saturday, John 14th. In my father's house are many mansions. If it were not true, I would have told you. I go and prepare a place for you, and if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself, that where I am, there you may be also. It's a great place. Try to envision it. What's heaven like to you? Think about it a minute. <laughs> I shared at her funeral that and if heaven were only as good as we can imagine it to be, what a great place it would be. But scripture says, I have not seen nor ear heard, neither has it entered into the heart of a man those things the Lord hath prepared for them that love him. And if you love him, you don't in your finite mind have the ability to envision the infinite God's creation that what he's prepared for you 
dwelling in that house. And then that last word, forever, speaks of eternity, having no end. See, most oftentimes you hear the 23rd Psalms preached at funerals. It's not for the dead, it's for the living. It's for those of us that are alive in Christ to be reminded that He is our source. That He is our protection, our strength, our power. He is our everything. He is our all, as that song we used to sing. And I want you to notice something that this is not original to me. I stole it from Mark Briggs at Teresa's, I think, grandmother's funeral. Notice what he said in, he, he, he said in verse 3, He leads me. That means he's out front. Verse 4, his rod and his staff are beside me on my left and on my right. That's for correction and protection. He anoints my head with oil. He's over me. And surely goodness and mercy are following me. They're behind me. So he's in front of me. He's beside me. He's over me and he's behind me. But better than that, he's in me. Amen. And greater is he that's in me than he that is in the world. I just have a simple word of exhortation to you tonight. Keep on keeping on. Keep on fighting. Keep on looking to Jesus. Keep trusting. Keep obeying. Keep putting one foot in front of the other with your eyes on him and your focus on the prize. Bow your heads. I got to be quite honest with you. I really don't even know where God wants me to go tonight. But I know this. This word was for me. Maybe nobody else. I need to be reminded that he's all of that to me. Sometimes we get so heavenly minded we're no earthly good. And sometimes we just get so entangled with the cares of life that we not only lose focus of the direction we're headed, but we lose sight of the fact of just how much he loves us. And he's got our back. And he won't forsake us. And he won't fail us. If you need prayer. Strength. Prayer for hope. Prayer for healing. Stand to your feet. Stand to your feet. You talk to God specifically about the need in your life. I adhere to the word of God that says I do not come to you with enticing words of men's wisdom. I've not come to impress you with what I know. 
But I do come to you with power and demonstration of the Holy Ghost. I believe the Lord is about to touch you. Don't stand there and listen to me pray. You talk to God. And you ask Him for whatever that need in your life is right now as I pray. Lord, in Jesus' name, you said we can cast all of our cares upon you because you care for us. You see men and women throughout this house tonight, Lord, standing. Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but you deliver from them all. Lord, I just pray today that you would move into this place, move into their lives, touch them from the crown of their head to the soles of their feet, Lord. Energize them by the power of the Holy Spirit. Lord, reaffirm to them in ways that no man can take credit or glory. God, move on their behalf. Let the healing virtue, that healing balm of Gilead flow in this house tonight. Let the peace of God that surpasses understanding Move in right now, Lord. And drive out anxiety and fear and worry and stress and anxiety. Lord, where that turmoil has been in that marriage, I pray tonight that people would swallow their pride and that in sincerity they would look to one another. And in remorse and repentance, give and receive forgiveness and love and restore them, Lord. I ask you, Lord, that you would bring those wayward children and grandchildren that are off out there in the pig pen living life and are even tired of it. Give them the courage. Give them the strength to cry out to you. God, I ask you to supernaturally do what only you can do. That's to break the bonds and the strongholds and the chains that's holding them back. The addictions, the shame, the hurt, the pain, the loneliness, the depression, the oppression, the possession, demonic possession in some cases. Lord, we come against it in the name of Jesus. We take dominion and authority over it in the name of Jesus. Lord, we ask you to move in a way that only you can move. Lord, give wisdom. Give instruction tonight to those that are seeking your will, your direction. Lord, just give them insight. Let them hear your voice and then send confirmation. Lord, that they won't walk confused for you're not the author of confusion Lord I pray tonight that strength would come to weak bodies that hope would return to crushed spirits and minds Lord we just ask you to do miracles in our lives and we will give you all the praise and all of the glory in Jesus' precious name. Amen. Quietly be seated. If you're here in this house tonight and you don't know Jesus as your Savior. And if you died, you would go to hell. I started this awful moment ago that these verses didn't pertain to you. 
unless you're a child of God. You're in this house tonight, every head bowed, every eye closed, and you'd say, Dennis, if I were to die tonight, hell would be my eternal destiny. But I want to change that tonight. I want to ask Jesus to come into my life. If there's anybody here like that, you'd say, that's me. Would you just lift your hand? Anyone, anywhere. Thank you, ma'am. Anyone else? Thank you, ma'am. Anyone else? Slip it up, slip it right back down. Anyone else that's joined these two? Thank you, ma'am. Anyone else? That's three. Anyone else? This is your moment. This is your time. preacher will just ask one more time I'll raise my hand while I'm asking anyone else anyone else you say Dennis that's me thank you Mm. look up here at me I will never ever prey upon your emotions because God is not a trick God his word says that If we believe that Jesus is the Son of God. And He is. And He came to this earth on a mission. To shed His innocent, sinless blood. To redeem us, sinful men and women, back to God. And He died. But He walked out of a grave Easter Sunday morning. With the keys of death, hell, and the grave. And He's alive today. And He's real. And He's coming back someday. That if we believe that in our heart and confess with our mouth the Lord Jesus, our sins are cleansed, we become a child of God, heaven will be our home. Now with that knowledge, bow your head. My, my prayers can't save you. You must ask. You must believe. So that you can receive. So let's all pray. Say, Lord Jesus, thank you for loving me. I am a sinner. I do believe that you died, were buried, and rose again, and that you're alive today. And I ask you now to forgive me of my sins, to cleanse me with your blood, to come into my life, and to save me. Help me, Lord, to learn your voice, to learn your ways. Fill me with your spirit. Help me to be the person you'd have me to be. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Very quickly, my wife did have her knee replacement Tuesday. Uh, She's home doing great. I told her I refused to wear that little nurse's uniform. But she's doing great thank you for your prayers keep lifting her up in your prayers Nathaniel going to close this out thank you pastor what a wonderful word tonight amen God's presence is just here tonight so wonderful wonderful to be in his presence just a few quick reminders Um, the tithe boxes are located by the doors and um we never really say anything, Pastor and them. They never say anything about finances. But just just pray about it and give us the Lord direction in that area of your life. Um, the prayer request list is on the bulletin and in the foyer. And if you do have updates, just let us know. 
uh, in the office, and we will get that, that updated. So, uh, and, and also be sure to remember to keep those people lifted up in prayer on a weekly and daily basis. So let's dismiss in prayer. Father, we thank you for this wonderful time tonight. God, I thank you for these people that are in this place. I thank you for this church, Father. I pray you just continue to bless this ministry. Continue to have your hand on open range and everything that happens here, Father. Pray, Lord, that you would just uh, keep everyone safe. Bring us back another week to praise your mighty name. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Have a blessed week, everybody.